I think we fully believe in each other. You know, we yeah. just, we know there's so much more to the people we are that we aren't just looking superficially, you know, we aren't yeah. just like, all right, well, you're just, you know, you're yeah, I, I love her for who she is. And- I don't want to change her. Take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple, Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Check us out online at couplesynergy.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couples Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experiences with working with thousands of couples for over 15 years. You know, every day we get to hear intimate details about a couple's celebrations, disappointments, and everyday challenges. We've often wished these stories were shared because we know we are more similar than different. And so we've created not only an avenue where you can hear people's intimate lives, but an atmosphere where people come over to our home pub, pour a drink, and share their stories. People like today's guests, Ashley and Lucas. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And do you prefer Lucas or Luke or? Whatever comes to that. <laughs> Whatever comes out first. Sometimes it's asshole. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us today. New love beginnings. New love. Yes, yeah. that's the topic of yeah. today's podcast, which is new love and new beginnings because you guys have just been engaged, right? Yes. Yes. In April. Yep. In April. That's awesome. Congratulations, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you. So before we get to that, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? How old are you? What do you guys do for a living? And how long have you been together? Well, I'm 24. I'm just now entering the military. And before then, I was a mixed martial arts fighter and a construction worker. So, it's, it's big, but we met at Carthage College. <laughs> is that, is that? She, she doesn't shaking remember, your head. She doesn't it, remember like, okay, so what's funny is. <laughs> that not correct? The other day <laughs> when is. we, so when she made like the website for our wedding and everything, you know, I wrote out like, oh, this is when I first met her and we had a conversation and all this other stuff. Then when she wrote her part, we had completely different. I don't remember. I, remember. I don't remember Do you guys. Him? Wait, hold on. Before we get to that. <laughs> okay. How old are you? What do you oh, do yeah. for Actually, living? Okay. <laughs> I'm 23 and I'm a personal trainer and I will be married to a military man. <laughs> so. And you were my trainer for a bit. Yes. So you abandoned me. <laughs> you. I moved on. <laughs> so can you guys tell us the story of how you met? Yes. So we were at Carthage and we had a freshman orientation. I was the leader and he was transferring in. So the sophomore still had to go through it. So he was on the field, apparently, and he was talking to me. I'm like, I don't remember that. You know, when he talks about it, I'm like, I don't remember that. He's like, I know what you were wearing. I remember what you look like. You had a great smile. I'm like, thanks. And then I'm like, but I don't remember that. So then I remember I was with my friend. He was at football practice. And so I come down there and I just see him smile on the field. I'm like, he's so cute. I was like, I'm gonna marry him. And she's like, yeah, okay. Like, no, Kathy, I'm gonna marry him. And she's like, yeah, okay. So sure enough, like, you know, two years down the road, here we are. Super weird. I don't remember though, the first time. I always like, (laughs) I always had a thing for her and like wanted to try to be with her, but I was very immature still at the time and (laughs) having fun. And she was in a relationship. So I was trying to be the good guy and, you know, not do anything. And then it worked its way out, I guess. Yeah. Did Did you have a similar feeling that she was someone that you were going to be with long term? Yeah, because every time we would have a conversation or talk, it was just different. Like, you know, you, mm-hmm. you talk to someone and you're like, it's just a regular conversation. But we just always had like a real good connection. And I always felt like I'm, I'm never nervous to talk to people. But whenever she'd come around, I just like, uh, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> butterflies. Know, yeah, yeah. So we could just, totally talk for hours. So we went out. Our first like date was at Hanada, like sushi. We we're sitting there and I was like, all right, we'll just, you know, our friends were supposed to go. And they're like, oh, we can't go now. Oh, you can't go now. That's weird. You should set us up essentially. Secretly, so, I texted them and told them not to come. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah secretly. <laughs> so we're eating and like we were there, I mean, for three hours. The place was shut down and, you know, and they're like, okay. And we're like, well, we just want to keep talking. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, we just have a great connection. So how soon after you guys met did you like start dating? 
you know, well, we spent like 21 days in a row just hanging out and doing things. And then she went to Nicaragua for a school, for like a school vacation or not a vacation. School trip. School trip. And then right before she had left, like, you know, we had made it official, but she had recently just broke up with her boyfriend before that. And on the trip, I get a text. She's like, which he was on the trip with her. <laughs> and I get a text from her. Like, I feel so bad, like, because it was so soon after that one. And it was a long relationship they had. So I, I kind of feel like I understand what she was going through, you know? So then we like stopped making it official for a couple of weeks <laughs> just to give her some more time in between relationships, I guess. Did you guys do anything but, specific to make it official? Like, did you ask her out or? Yeah, it did. Oh, I went like, uh, no, was it that night? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. I don't, In the car. I don't he said, you were like, it was a night where we were supposed to go out with everybody from Carthage. And we were in the car and he was like, something about if it was before midnight, then we have to make it official. I, I, don't, I don't remember totally what it was. It was forget. something super cheesy. Yeah. And so essentially we were in the car and we're just like, you know what? You're right. It's official. Like, I, I, <laughs> it's I, it think, I think what happened, well, how it got there was uh, she'd ask like, oh, if people ask, you know, what we are, what do I tell them? I'm like, oh, you just tell them you're my girlfriend. And she was like, really? Yeah. And how long was that into you guys oh, knowing each other that that happened? A month? Maybe? Yeah, about a month. Yeah. So you were dating someone else that ended mm-hmm. and then you guys yeah. spent 21 days mm-hmm. and then that happened. Yeah. yeah. And everybody was like, isn't this fast? And I was like, yeah, but when you know, you know, like there was just something so different. You know, if it would have been any other guy, I've been like, yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. You know, mm-hmm. like we'll talk. You, but, you know, we hear that yeah. actually a lot from yeah. a lot of couples, but we also hear the ones that end up getting divorced. They also knew. They they knew before they got married, they're like, I, I shouldn't have done it, but I Oh, didn't. yeah, yeah. And then the ones who had that longevity, they're like, I knew right yeah. away. Right yeah. Away. Yeah. yeah. What was it about the other person you fell in love with? <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love. Well, essentially, when I first saw him, obviously, it was a smile. And I just loved how he carried himself. But I think what made me more attracted to him was how he could connect. You know, I think it was that most guys at his age were, you know, what's up? You want you know what do you want to talk about you know but he and I could actually talk about religion and I'm like big on that politics were fine you know like everything we just kind of agreed upon and it just it flowed very nicely and I liked that and he talked to me very very well so that was a really good um, thing. I was willing to grow up for her. <laughs> I was willing to become a man and like do the things I was supposed to do because I was still having fun with friends and you know I I did it. There's no girl out there that would make me want to like give more of my time and energy into them than to mix martial arts and hanging out with friends and going and having fun and working and things like that. But with her, I was like, I don't want to go to practice. You know, I don't want to go to boxing. I want to hang out with her. I don't want to do that. I'd rather go with her. So knowing that <laughs> it was like, I don't know, it was just kind of it, I guess. She made me want to settle down. You know? Yeah, it was nice too because we both push each other, and that's something mm-hmm. I really look for in a relationship. Because I want somebody who's going to be up at my level at the same, you know, I want to be at the same level with that person. I want to, you know, strive to better things. I don't want to just be complacent, right? So that was something that we both could give each other in yeah. a very good way. Mm-hmm. We're both pretty competitive with each other, but mm-hmm. in like a good way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like couples need to have somewhat of a competitiveness with each yeah. other, but like a fun mm-hmm. competitiveness, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Like competition to kind yeah. of help each other become better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right? Like and you then, do yeah. 10 burpees, I'll do 11. Okay, now I'm going to do 12. All right, let's keep <laughs> or going. Like, you know? Or like if she advances like in her career or something, it makes me want to advance mm-hmm. in my career. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to level myself up. And then, you know, I give her props for what she did. And then it's like, well, now it's time for me to step right. up. Mm-hmm. And then same thing. There's a book by Matthew Kelly called The Seven Levels of Intimacy. And that's oh, what yeah. he says is that we get into relationships to become better versions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been at this. 21 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I remember being back there and that, that call to be better, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, that wanting to, you know, hang out rather than do other things. I, I don't think that's ever changed for us. Mm-hmm. The challenge to grow up too, yeah. to become a <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Still working on it. Right. <laughs> Work in progress. Always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> That's good though. Never be complacent. Yeah. You know? yeah. So what did you guys learn about relationships from your families and how is your relationship similar or different? Well, <laughs> every woman in my, so I, I grew up with a single mom. You know, my, my dad left us when I was a baby. 
it was funny. Well, he had a, he's from Albania and he had a family over there. He's married, already had kids, but my mom didn't know that because when he came over here, he didn't come over here with them, mm-hmm. you know? And then after my mom got pregnant with me, one day his wife and kids show up at the house. Oh, yeah. Wow. A little so tricky. That, yeah. Awkward. <laughs> Do you but, remember uh, that? No, 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 no. You were telling I, I was, Yeah, I was too, too young. I think my mom threw uh, keys at him and hit him in his face with <laughs> and just kicked him out the house. Which I don't blame her. Like every woman in my family has been divorced. Like, you know, my aunts and my mm-hmm. mom and my grandma and all that. So like my cousins and my brothers, we never really seen a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so like our thing was always like when we do get in one, like I don't want to, I want to break that curse. It's almost like a family curse, you know? Yeah. And uh, so we try to just fight through whatever is in that relationship. Like if, you know, her and I could go through whatever and I'm just going to still be there. So you didn't have any male role models in the whole family. No, just my older brothers, but I really got close to my coaches. So sports was a big thing for Mm -hmm. me because they would always kind of like take me under their wing. And like, that was my male role model. You know, I could see how my coaches were. Sometimes it worked out, you know, if I had hard coaches, you know, who could discipline me well, then that was good because my mom was trying to go to school. She was a waitress while going to school to become RN. So she wasn't around too much. So it was just me Mm -hmm. and my brothers being a bunch of idiots. So you were raised (laughs) by your village. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How about for you? Relationship wise, my parents were are together still after 31 years. So I had very solid upbringing. Um, they were always there. My dad traveled all the time. So he was around, you know, maybe once a week or something if I was lucky. So he was traveling a lot, but I still had him in my life very much. So very supportive parents. So but I've also seen it from a different perspective in the sense that they because they had that struggle of not being together all the time and sometimes money became an issue with you know different things of maybe gambling or things like that little things like that I saw growing up but it wasn't anything to take the cake you know they were the strong relationship that in this day and age I fell out of love with you and you kind of screwed me over we're done it's a fighting marriage you know so they really pushed through everything and they only became stronger so I'm lucky enough to see that side so did you have any concerns that Luke comes from a divorced family or in single parent. I'm not sure if they even were married. Did you or your family have any concerns about that? Yeah, more so my mom, obviously, because she grew up very religious as well. And, you know, they were very conservative and everything. So it was the matter of my dad's parents were actually divorced. So she understood that side, but she also had a little rough times with him. So she was kind of putting herself into those shoes. Like, now you're going to go through what I went through, but we just are so different than who my dad is, you know, like it's just a different relationship. So you can't do that, you Mm -hmm. know, even Mm -hmm. if there are similarities. So yeah, so she had more concerns. I had a few at the beginning just because we were different but I knew it's not anything we couldn't push through. And I knew that he needed that stability in his life. And so I knew I could be that rock for him and we could balance each other out in that way because mm-hmm. he was adventurous and easygoing. And it really, that helped me a lot. Her mom also had a big problem with all my tattoos. So she's very conservative okay. and all that stuff. So I walk in and, and the very first time I met her was in the winter. So I had a, I had a hoodie on, you know, and all of a sudden I take, my hoodie off and I have a full sleeve on my right arm. I have on my trap, my legs tattooed, you know, all that stuff. She saw it and I just saw her eyes go like, Oh my, what is this? What'd you bring in my house, Ashley? <laughs> and I was like, really? That's your biggest concern? You know, I'm like, he's, so cool. she, he's cool. she judged me first off that, which we have a great relationship now. So. Very good. Yeah. But, She's like his mom. So it's really nice. Now and you mentioned a religious background. Do you guys have a similar one or a different? <laughs> so funny story. When we first started dating, he was, uh, we were like hanging out and, you know, we were, we really liked each other and everything was going good, but I grew up pretty religious. I was Lutheran and I just take to that. That's my upbringing. I, I love it. So he did not grow up with the same. He was kind of never really in the church and we were, but my, sorry, to go ahead, but go my ahead. mom always grew up, you know, like teaching us about mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. and like, you know, believing in that, but I never believed in like confirm like confirming into a church mm-hmm. like you know the the whole church thought really bothered me in a way so you had the spirituality piece but not necessarily the group religious piece yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly so he knew you know like there's probably god up there but he just didn't understand how to like go about it or like what he should do really or if it was a big deal and so i was like you know i'm gonna be honest i was like i don't know if we're gonna date and he was like what do you mean i was like i, I don't know like that's a big part of my life i was like we'll see about it and you know he's like maybe i'll go to church with you like once a month or something like that and i was like uh-huh We'll see, you know, so he was like going and now he's like fully in with me and we go almost every Sunday when we can and he's baptized. So it's awesome. Oh, wow. And okay. yeah, yeah. So things really, really progressed and it really made our relationship even stronger through it. So 
That's yeah, great. I think what helped me out a lot more with it too was I took it as like uh, life lessons. You know, like it's a book full of life lessons and mm-hmm. just how to be a better person. And I didn't look at it so much as like you're trying to control me in a way, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I looked at it more that. as like you're you're teaching me how to be a better person, yeah. a husband, a man, you know, things like that. So, so obviously navigating dating and forming a relationship and morality and religion, those are all really big factors. How did that play a role in your guys' relationship? Big like, one. I mean, yeah. we, we argued sometimes about it, you know, <laughs> it caused a big problem with her, her mom, because her mom and I would get into some argue, not like bad arguments, but we would have debates, I'd call them, mm-hmm. you know, about it. And then she wasn't so sure that Ashley should be with me because of, you know, I, I wasn't baptized or I didn't believe the way they believe and certain things like that. So then, you know, I'd get a text late at night from her, like, you know, oh, my mom's causing this problem again. Or like, you know, she brings up this. What do you think about that? And then she would question me the certain questions her mom would be questioning. So then like, I'd be like getting attacked in a way. So then I'd get, you know, defensive. Mm-hmm. And then so it, it come out. But we were able to like sit down and actually have good conversations about it. I think what made it harder was my mom is more a little bit more pushing on it, you know, mm-hmm. whereas I, I wanted him to like work with me, like be a team on it, but I didn't want to like, be like, okay, do it now, do it now. You know, I did want to take our time make sure he was comfortable and like understanding of what was going on. Not just, you have to be baptized because, you know, like that doesn't make sense, right? You have to mm-hmm. feel it in your heart, like understand what you're doing. It's right. Cause I, w- I wasn't going to fake, I wasn't going to fake like, you know, yeah. get going to a church just to be with her because I didn't want our relationship to be built right. off fake, yeah. you know, fakeness and you, lies. You wanted and it to be your decision. You wanted yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I wanted yeah. it to be my decision and get into how I wanted to get into it. And you're not going to force it down my throat. Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem going and learning because I like learning. Did you, you know? ask her mom to get a tattoo if you got baptized? <laughs> no. But what's funny, what's funny is now Ashley has a tattoo and now her mom's like, maybe I'll go get the same one you got. Oh, yeah. like, oh uh-huh. really? Yep. It's like, oh, my grandparents' yeah. handwriting. Wow. Little XOXO in their handwriting. It's cool. very nice. Yeah. Very cool. So, of course, she's like, oh, that's right. my mom and dad's handwriting. I should get that. You know, I was like, oh. Uh-huh. So, so there's some compromise happening all <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And competing with your mom, too. Yeah, nice. a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, uh-huh. now, I imagine she she has some feelings about living together. Do you guys live together? We do. Yeah. 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 So I, well, I stay with them actually mm-hmm. in their okay. house because like, well, I had gotten an apartment and then. Well, tell us the story of how that happened. Oh, that's a long story. <laughs> well, all right. So the story of how that ended up happening was I was living with my mom and still going to school and, you know, working and doing all that stuff. But then my mom all of a sudden one day walks into the house and goes, I'm getting married next week. You're going to need to move out. And I was like, <laughs> how, how old were you? Excuse me. This is uh past year, a okay. couple years ago. Right? And I was like, yeah, just 22, 23. 23, whatever mm-hmm. it was. <laughs> and I was just like, um, yeah, I don't have a problem moving out, but can I get some time? Like I got to find a place. I got to do mm-hmm. this. I got to do that. And Ashley was actually staying at her grandparents' house or her, her grandparents passed away a couple mm-hmm. years. I was watching it. And it was closer to Carthage College is right down the road. So it was easy for her to get back and forth to school. I didn't know where I was going to go. So like one night I just went and stayed by my buddy's house. And oh, mind you, I never met the guy my mother was about to marry. <laughs> you never she, met him? No. no, she had talked to him. So wow. it, it was a friend of hers when she was like a little girl, like 14, 15 years old. It was a friend. And then I guess they dated at that age, but then moved away and ended up finding each other again. Social media? 40 years uh, they uh, ran into each other at a store. Yeah, okay. Store. Yeah, 40, yeah. Year, 40 mm-hmm. years later or something like that. And now uh, right. they're married. Yeah. So I'm happy for her. He mm-hmm. makes her happy, yep. you know. And we were their mom, witnesses. So, yeah. you know, we're very special. Wow. <laughs> but that was really spontaneous. Oh, yeah, right? Very, very. So I went and stayed by my buddy's house and then for like a couple nights. And then I ended up staying over at her grandma's house and just never left. <laughs> he would. He would just come over. I did. Spend yeah, more yeah. time with me. Spend more time with her. But, and then um, it just kind of morphed itself into like... When she moved back to her mom's house, her, her mom kind of had a problem with me staying there, mm-hmm. obviously, because of the religious background yeah. and things like that. But, you know, we weren't like, you know, 
being we, we weren't we weren't asleep in the same bed and yeah, uh, yeah, things yeah, like you were yeah. being blatant about yeah, it yeah, yeah. exactly it was more right. of a just a place he could call home because he didn't have one yeah which, which, and that's what we need to give yeah. him which helped me because uh, I'm, I moved a ton growing up I think I moved like mm-hmm. 12 times a few mm-hmm. different states since I've f- known him his mom's moved three times I went to four different high schools yeah. so, wow. you know, yeah. so it kind of made things hard but so her her mom ended up letting me stay there and which gave me some stability that I needed at the time because you know you get back and forth to work and I know like I got a place to come home that's the same place Mm -hmm. you know not that like I had a terrible upbringing but when you don't have stability it doesn't make things hard sometimes you know but we kind of have the reverse story of that our now daughter-in-law moved in with us when she was like 20 about 20, and, and yeah. similar she's caring yeah. for her family and mm-hmm. they moved a lot and it sort of unraveled and, right. and snatched her up and helped her grow up it was, yeah. It, yeah and that, totally that's, that's kind of yeah. what yeah. that's kind of what happened too with you know her mom she's kind of helped me grow up quickly a little more and uh it works out too because her dad does work on the road so when there's housework that needs to be mm-hmm. done i can go do it or it something needs to be fixed i can do it or so. i cook it, it night, is so. it is really nice it adds a level of more to a, yeah. to a family yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that actually really helped her mom and mine's relationship mm-hmm. so you know now I just I don't even call her you know Miss Anderson or Sandy I just call her mom mm-hmm. and then she tells people oh yeah that's my son so mm-hmm. it's, it's really it, it's, cool. it developed really really nicely for us so yeah, yeah I think Angie started calling us mom and dad long <laughs> before they got married absolutely yeah. Yeah. just fits sometimes cool. yeah <laughs> so MMA how did this how did that happen? <laughs> well, I grew up playing football my from five years old, you know, but I also, when I was five, I watched Mike Tyson box Lennox Lewis. <laughs> so that always got me interested in boxing. So then I started boxing at like 12 years old, I think. But my, me and my brothers would always fight, like fall and fist fight each other. And my middle brother's four years older than me and the oldest one's six years older than me. But then we'd also like, they'd go start fights with the kids in the neighborhood and then make me fight them. <laughs> I just wanted to see it. Right. <laughs> but it's not that I was ever like an aggressive kid or anything like that. I just liked the competition of it. But once I turned 15, I started training mixed martial arts just besides playing football. Cause I wanted to stay active. And, and I liked the, um, I view it as like human chess in, in a way, mixed mm-hmm. martial arts, you know? And after football, I ended up tearing, well, my, junior year I ended up tearing my left knee and my left Achilles in like successive years so then I was just done playing football and I wanted to stay competitive so I started fighting competitively and I like it a lot better because I don't have to rely on you know 20 other people 21 other people on the field to win the game for me because someone might not care as much as me someone might not prepare as much as me but I know once I get in a fight and I'm across just one other guy he's not going to beat me Mm -hmm. you know it's like if he does beat me then I know like I could go back and I could work harder Mm -hmm. and I could level myself up and become better and I don't have to rely on it. We have coaches, of course, Mm -hmm. and we do have a team, but in there it's just one versus one. Mm -hmm. I like that aspect. Which one do you think is more dangerous, football or MMA? It depends. So in all my fights, uh, well, I have one loss, but I took that on two two days notice. I was beating the guy and then the ref ended up stopping the fight saying I hit him in the back of his head which is then, illegal obviously which I which I didn't we you watched did. it on film mm-hmm. but anyway I don't want to make excuses and then he just I ended up gassing out in the second round because I did wasn't trained I wasn't prepared mm-hmm. and like uh I just ended up gassing out and he beat me that fight but all my other fights I won and one was 10 seconds my fastest was 10 seconds and my longest before that was like 40 seconds Wow. So I haven't taken too many punches to the head. Mm-hmm. How, how much well, is mental? How much is physical? More mental. 70% mental, yeah. 30% physical. Definitely. But I, I strategy, think, I mean. Yeah. Strategy, I, yeah. I think. And before the fights, you know. Yeah. Gets on oh, his head. Yeah. And I, I think football is more dangerous because of I'm constantly running, especially my position. I played linebacker and I played running back. Constantly ramming my head into someone every single play. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's just, that's all it is, is constantly ramming yes. my head into somebody. Mm-hmm. And the helmets actually create like a fulcrum in your brain. So mm-hmm. it's actually worsening the damage. It's not fitted, right? So they're rattling around, right. knocking you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I took overall more blows and more damage in football, especially playing it as long as I did, yeah. than fighting. 
So mm-hmm. they say because like, so what they're figuring out now, right? So your football hits are a lot more impact, right? But in a fight, you're getting more, like more hits hit thrown at you, but it's less impact every time, right? Mm-hmm. So which one's really doing more damage? You got the helmet in there. And then with fights, you're not taking them usually as often as a football game. Usually that's every Saturday or whatever. And then well, plus during the week in practice, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I'm not so, taking punches in the head every single day and during football season. I am taking hits to the head every single play and I'm, I'm 245 pounds and I'm running 20 something miles an hour and crashing into someone as hard as I right. can. So it's going to be a lot bring, of impact. Bring, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you guys, you guys both kind of share that athletic archetype very much. So. How did you get into what you do? So, well, what's funny is <laughs> with the whole kickboxing thing, actually, is when he started doing kickboxing, I was an athletic person my whole life. So that's why I love personal training. It mixed being athletic and it also makes helping people. And that's two of the main things I love in life. I love being athletic. I love helping people. It's just I want to fix people. I want to make them feel better about themselves and be healthy and live longer. Right. <laughs> so girl playing sports. And then when I was 18, I was like, I got to do something. I got to move. I got to not sit behind a cash register, handing out money to people. I got to do something that I love. So I knew at 19, I could get my cert and just take with it. Right. So Carthage, it was my major. I was going to go for physical therapy and be more, you know, in the hospital, slower pace and get a well-rounded job. And then I was like, you know what? I don't love it. I was like, I worked in office. I was like, I don't love this. I want to keep moving. I want to, I want to be more entrepreneur. I want to maybe open my own gym. I want to do something more. And so training was perfect though. I was 19 and uh, Carthage had a scholarship program and I filled like out the application. They're like, you know what? You win. You get the scholarship. We're giving you, you know, your cert, uh, cert's like $500. And they're like, you know, we'll give you everything. Just go take care of it. Awesome. Cool. So I get at 19 and I just took off with it. I loved it. I was working like 30 to 40 hours a week while in college working, you know, going to class, five classes, four classes every semester. Um, I was in a sorority, but it was just, it was the perfect job because I could be flexible with it and just work with it. And I loved helping people. As I was getting older, graduated and I was working with you, right? I was at Export mm-hmm. and I loved that and everything, but it was a lot of driving. I was 16 hours a day and I was like, okay, now this is getting a little too much for me and I'm missing my athletic edge. I'm missing training myself now. So I went back to, I was going to go back to school, but then he joined the military, was talking about it. So we're like, okay, well, I'll hold back for a little bit until I'm ready to kind of go back to school. So working at the Replex now as a trainer, I love it. It's awesome. But I have more time now because I'm five minutes from home. So I always told him, I was like, I don't really love MMA. I'm like, I'm still nervous for you. I was like, it's just like, it's kind of grueling. You know, you're, you do come home and you have black eye. I'm just like, you know, I don't want you to be in the state of like, you know, these ups and downs or being in pain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't know. I don't love this. So then sure enough, you know, about three, four months ago, I was like, you know what? I need to be athletic again, like actually athletic basketball. Yeah, I can shoot a ball all day long and play with some people. That's whatever. Volleyball. Hey, you can play during the summer at a bar league. Okay. Like what's something I can do? I'm like, I'm gonna try kickboxing. So I go in the gym and I fell in love. I was like, (laughs) this is perfect. It elongated my muscles. It didn't make me feel like with strength training that I've been doing for so long, I felt so tight. You know, I didn't feel like an athlete anymore. And going in there, I was like, this is Awesome. I was like, okay, I get it now. You know, I don't, I don't still want to be punched in the face. I'm not about that yet. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm like loving every aspect of it. You know, it's so awesome. So I'm officially doing kickboxing now, like twice a week. So that's kind of my really good too. She advanced in like bell levels within like a month. Yeah, I'm up to my yellow belt. So that's exciting. So hopefully this passion you guys have is not part of this next topic. Yes. How do you guys deal with conflict? Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> Kickboxing. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't play in a ring. <laughs> well, the funny thing is we were actually, we have all the pads and everything. And the other day we weren't like mad at each other for anything, but we were just kind of like, he like left something around or whatever. And so we're like, you know, let's go in the yard and like spar. So we let's were going box is that? Yeah. We're like, let's just go in the yard. <laughs> so I put my gloves on. He was holding mitts or whatever. And he gets a little frustrated with me because he's like, like he knows how to do everything. And with a coach at the actual gym, he's like, you know, do it this way. Take your time. Yeah. And he's I like, why aren't you doing it right? I'm like, all right, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm doing it. You know, like, I feel like it should just be like, I feel like, oh, natural, you should just get right? it. Yeah, know? yeah. So, <laughs> so you're a good teacher. She, yeah, yeah. Very patient, very patient. <laughs> so across the street, the funny thing was they were having a wedding and we didn't even realize it. We just saw a bunch of cars. So all of a sudden a bunch of people are walking out to their cars and we're punching each other in the front. And the guys are like, yeah, keep going, get them. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So that's a one way I guess you can say we get our conflict. How, how, how we deal with conflict. So try to talk about it. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes I could be a little, 
more in your face one, I guess. And I, and I try to work on that and I'm not afraid to admit, like I, it's not that I lose my temper, but I, I don't really do that too often. And just growing up the way I grew up it was very confrontational. You know, everybody yelled at each other. There was always some sort of chaos going on. So like I'm comfortable with that in a way, which is bad, but, and I try to work on it. And I think I'm more of the one who's like, I, I, I guess I'll bring the conflict to her in a way. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we try to like, like the way I am, if we're arguing with each other and we start fighting, then I'm just going to get Like I try to get away from her because I don't want it to continue. So then I try to take myself away from the situation, which she doesn't like too much because, mm-hmm. you know, she wants to be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you talking with me? And it's like, just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Let me cool down. Yeah. And then we could come back and talk to it. And that's just kind of how I am. And I'm trying to get better with like talking about it right away he's very mm-hmm. good at it now but, like before it was just like conflict or i'm not talking you know it's just kind of yeah. like that mm-hmm. no in between and it was like all right come on like, because i don't okay. want like, it to get, i don't want it to get worse so if it's like if it's not gonna i'm if it's not gonna get better just i don't want to talk to you mm-hmm. but we totally talk now and things get better much quicker don't yeah. they oh, and we kind of laugh it off yeah. in the end where it's just like we're just being annoying now <laughs> like to each other you know what i mean we're just like whatever so it totally came around much better yeah, it's just me needing to uh, uh, take a couple breathers. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't, I did, I, not, I, I can't keep reverting to how I grew up, but like it, it's just mm-hmm. that's what I saw, you know. So that's just what I was comfortable with. And now that like I see how her family, you know, deals with it, and I could kind of go off of that. And then I think too, like I wouldn't want someone yelling at you know my mom or I wouldn't want someone yelling at my daughter. So why am I going to yell at my wife or why am I going to call her certain names or things like that? You know? So I I try to look at it in that sort of aspect. It's nice to stay in control, but really healthy couples fight like that. That's pretty normal. Because we fight from our hindbrain, which is just reactive. It's the coming back together and talking about it. That's the healthy part. (laughs) right? You need a a ring bell in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Put your stool. There There it is. Yeah. So how long have you guys been together? Year and a half. <laughs> a little mm-hmm. over. January will be two. January so will be two I guess a little over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like 19. So how did you guys decide to get engaged? What's the story? Um, <laughs> Do you want to hear it? It's long. I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew like, well, one, her mom kept pushing it because we were living together. <laughs> but so she'd I, take you aside and be like, Luke, yeah, when is this going to happen? happen? <laughs> but I also wanted to do it because I knew eventually, like, I would be leaving for the military and I wanted her to come along with me. And I'm, you know, um, I was ready to be married, I guess, you know, to her. And I want to start a family and have kids and all that fun stuff. So I went and I bought my ring and I was waiting for a right time. Did you choose it all by yourself? I did. I actually had it like custom made and all that. Yeah. Did anyone go with you? No. Okay. Uh, I was trying to keep it on the download. Didn't want anybody to know, mm-hmm. you know, cause I didn't want her to find out. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, when it arrived back, cause I sent it out after I got it, I sent it out to get resized. And then when it arrived back in the mail, like it arrived the same time she showed up. So like I had it in my hand and I just just ran downstairs and I was like, get away from me. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what do you have? What do you have? And I was like, you know, it's just nothing. I just dove under the the couch. (laughs) So I had planned, like I texted her cousin and I texted her best friends and I was like, okay, so this, you know, Saturday we're going to go to church. And then I want you guys to be at Carthage college, sitting in the stadium with, you know, signs and her, her cousin, Amanda was making all these signs and everybody was super excited. I was going to have her dog Kira there even. And, you know, so everybody was getting excited and this was like a Tuesday. So the Tuesday leading up to that Sunday, it showed that it was going to be a big storm. All of a sudden a big, in April, in April, it's going to snow. It's like a foot of snow. A foot of snow, literally in April, of course. It's Wisconsin, it's bipolar. And then, so I texted and I was like, all right, well, what if we, what if I move it up to like Thursday or Friday, but then we ended up having something to do that day. So I was like, all right, I'll choose Thursday. So Thursday came around and I was like, uh, your mom and I are going to go down by the lake and then we're going to go out to eat. Do you want to meet us? She's like, yeah, I get off of work at six. Cause she was thinking she wasn't going to have a class. She normally has a class at six to seven. And she's like, I don't think anyone's going to show up. So I was like, like my six, first right? day, but it was that really nice day right before the snowstorm. So okay. I was like, everybody's yeah. going to be out and about maybe. So maybe I can get out early. So then 
you know, six o'clock rolls around. I'm like, where are you at? And I don't get an answer from her. And six thirty rolls around. I'm like, where are you? <laughs> you <know? laughs> it's like we're waiting down in Carroll Beach in you know Kenosha, Wisconsin. Still no answer. And seven o'clock rolls around. She's like, oh, I'm on my way. And I'm like, well, it's dark now. And blah blah blah. Anyway, I'm still gonna do it, right? And then she texts me and goes. Also, if you're going to propose to me, don't. I look like shit. Oh, like, oh, no. Like, no. Like, what are we kidding? That was the worst part about it. So I'm like, I change it home and I'm like, I was like, maybe I'll propose. And I was like, no, he's going to do it like Saturday or Sunday. He wouldn't do it on like a weekday. I was like, we're just going to dinner and we'll all get together and probably talk about it maybe or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, like, okay, shit, don't do it. You know, totally kidding with him. And he's just like there on the other end, like, oh, um, okay. Yeah, so I just texted her. Standing alone right. on the beach with a box. So I, I was. I texted her and I was like, I wasn't going to anyway, so don't worry about it, you know? And then I was trying to play it off all cool. And then I was like, just meet us at, you know, the restaurant. So then we get there and I forgot to take it out of my pocket and leave it in the car. So I walk in with this big bulging box in my pocket and she goes, what's that? And I was like, nothing. On top of it, my best friend, she was going to take photos there. And on Snapchat, I was like looking at like my other friend's location and I see she's in Kenosha. She's in school in Illinois right now. She shouldn't be in town. Oh, she was right oh, by yeah, him. And I'm like, something's it. weird. So then I saw the box and yeah, I probably should not be so good at So then we, I was like, all right, I'm going to choose a Social media. Yeah, right. <laughs> so then I was, I started making her think like, cause we were going to go on vacation like a week after that to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I was like, trying to make her think like maybe I'll do it down there or something. And so I would send her like pictures of people proposing on the beach, you know, like, Oh, I'll try to throw her off. And then I ended up doing it like the day, which was Monday. So Monday was pretty nice. And then I went and I signed the lease to my apartment. And then the lady uh, who was there was like, Oh, do you guys have any more questions? And I was like, Oh, I do. And then that's when I, I asked her. So it was kind of like uh, writing your new place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Writing my new place. Very symbolic. That's cool. And he told her beforehand, like, get your phone out, take photos. Because I just want a photo of the moment, like, happening. Yeah, yeah, that was another thing, too. She was like, I need my nails done. I need photos taken. I need to look cute. I need this and that. I did want to look good and have it, like, be a special moment, you know, like, where you're like, oh, that was, like, a really good day. But, like, I ended up being, like, personal training clothes, you know, like, black leggings, black, like, zip up, quarter zip. My hair was just. Nails chipped. Oh, yeah. Just no totally normal, this is you know? not gonna look good on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whatever. Totally I'm doing was it was good. It was a great. I was determined. You know, it was a great moment. And it's just so much photos. more real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was really that's kind of our relationship. We keep it real. So that was that was actually really good. Nothing ever works out like how we plan it. Never. And, but, <laughs> that's okay. but the way it works out is better than we planned it. Yeah, that's, that's how it usually works, right? Right. Did you ask uh, her parents for her hand? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I had a conversation with her dad and her mom. So and her, her her dad. What did like, they say? Um, no, don't. Well, well, her mom was like, as long as you do this, this and that, wow. and you always make sure like she's taking care of. What was her advice? Of, her advice was, all right, so I have to make sure that uh, obviously I always take care of her and like... I stopped getting punched in the head. That was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Professionally. You know, Professionally. Right. Professionally. Yeah, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. has high expectations. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, you know, we, we uh, you know, stay in church and we, you know, just do right by her, obviously, and things like that. And then, oh, the other one was I got my tattoos removed, which I said, I'm actually getting She's more. So, so <laughs> she'll literally happen. be like, okay, so I want this one removed. When we go in. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that, that was her stipulations. And I was like, sure thing. Um, and her dad was just like, it was actually a pretty easy conversation. He was like, you know, you guys are really good together. I see that you take care of her and you're trying and things like that. And he was just like, so absolutely, you know, I'd, I'd love to have you as a son-in-law and I think you make her really happy. So that works for me. It's like awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. I think that was the most important thing to me because I don't like, obviously you want the photo to be super cute and memorable, blah, blah. But you know, then you'll look at the big picture. It's like, my dad was the one I really cared about. You know, I just wanted him to understand like this could be your son. And he does look at him like a dad, you know, Luke does because he didn't have that. So it's just, I don't know. That was really important to me. You know, it was just the respect thing to me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure they... I don't, I, you know, I want them to want me and their family. If they mm-hmm. don't, then it's like, well, that kind of sucks. <laughs> right. <I'll just> yeah. <laughs> See you guys later. Thanks. <laughs> so joining the military, what, yeah. what branch? First of Navy. All. Navy. Yep. Thank you for your upcoming service. Thanks for paying your taxes. <laughs> That's how we get paid. So. <laughs> so, so how did you decide on that? Well, I can't work normal jobs. Uh, I went to school for biology and didn't want to go to med school. So I was like, well, what do you do with that? And then 
I was going to go uh, become a firefighter and continue to fight because I still have that passion of being a mixed martial arts fighter. Whether it works out or not, that's fine. I just want to pursue it while I can. My entire family is military. Navy, Army, Air Force. Uh, my oldest brother was Navy. My, my cousin who's like my brother's Navy. My mom was in the Navy. So, oh, wow. You didn't know that. Good yeah, mom. yeah. She, okay. she, well, she joined like at like 32. Wow. Um, yeah. It helped her pay for the rest of her schooling. Were you already born at like that, that time? Yeah. Uh, my, my mom had my oldest brother, Jacob, at 18. Then Caleb, who's the middle one, at 21. Me at 25. So you're already seven when your mom joins the Navy. Yeah. Yeah. I just figured. Was, was she married at the time? No. No, no. My mom was so, married at like 19. To, so, so you uh, know, she had to give custody up to be in the military, right? No. None of her Like when I was in the military, right. if you were a single mom, you had to designate someone else. Right, right. Oh, so my, well, my, yeah. my brothers, they have the same dad. I've got a different dad than that. Okay. And they would live with their grandma. Uh, up in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, while still living with us, you know, back and forth, mm -hmm. kind of. So that's kind of who I guess that went that's to. Right um, yeah. And then I just always kind of wanted to be in the Navy. I always wanted to be a Navy SEAL. I always wanted to go. There's a something about it. I know, you know, there's a stigma. It's like, oh, you think you're a badass, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's just something I always wanted to do because I figured if I was going to be in the military, I wanted to do something that made the biggest impact mm -hmm. and that pushed me the hardest. And that was the most challenging because I want to prove to myself I can do it. And I think that's something I always lacked was applying myself, especially in school. You know, I lost my football scholarships because I didn't apply myself in school. I, you know, I had to get a HSED, which is a high school equivalency diploma because mm -hmm. I moved around so much in high school. I just didn't care to apply myself. And this was something that forced me to apply myself besides sports. Sports, of course, it's easy to apply yourself in sports. You're good at it. It's fun, you know, but this is something where you're held accountable every single day. And you, if you don't apply yourself, you're not going anywhere. You know, you're not going to go anywhere in the Navy. And it's something I could continue to chase goals. You know, I could chase the next rank. I could try to become, you know, petty officer, third class, second class, first class, mm -hmm. you know, go be an officer. And there's always levels to it. And that's what drives me. And it's something I know I can give security to my family. Mm -hmm. And are you going in as an officer? No, I'm wish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like a few credits shy of being able to. So I'll get those mm -hmm. while I'm in. And then mm -hmm. I figured I'll do my first four years. And then after I resign, I'll try to become commissioned as an officer mm -hmm. and hopefully become successful at that. Now you have a goal to go to buds training, yes, and Yay. hopefully become a SEAL, correct? Absolutely, yeah. That's, so that's my big goal. I mean that that is a huge commitment. Yeah, I was I was going to so after going to maps, I tested high enough to you know do all the special warfare stuff. Why does he gotta be smart? You know, <laughs> and then I was able to you know do like the swim and the runs and mm -hmm. the you know push ups and sit ups and all that. But they wanted me to delay my my entry you know six months from now and. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to get in right away and I wanted to start this and get it rolling and, you know, be able to take care of paying for the wedding. And, you know, you don't make a lot of money in the military, but it's something mm -hmm. I chose master at arms. So I'll go to boot camp, Then I'll go to MA school, which is in um, San Antonio. And then after that, I'll go to, you know, do the PST for buds and then transfer and all of that mm -hmm. and reclass and do all that fun stuff. What are your feelings about this? Not good. <laughs> her, feeling, her feelings are not good yeah. I'm a-okay -okay with it because I was with a dad growing up that wasn't really around you know even though he was, he was a great dad he just wasn't around you know it was okay mm -hmm. but you know I'd be home for a couple of days here and there and I'm kind of used to it so I think it's almost like God's way of saying hey you're cool like you guys are meant to be because if he is gone like you can handle it you're gonna be fine and yeah so I'm not too worried about it I think I'm more so worried about if he does seals because that's more like consistent you know you don't know when they're leaving it could be three hours beforehand right uh -huh. you know so um and it could be a long thing of you know six tours for three months each you get a month to be home maybe who knows mm -hmm. you know so and that's on the front line yeah right. right so and i mean their percentage of actually death rate is lower they do get shot at you know it's like 10 well, percent so funny, they're lower because they're smarter right yeah, i was looking at and obviously any special warfare it's mm -hmm. you know they're the tip of the spear they're there before anybody else is and they're you know but their actual like death rate of getting shot, I was looking at, I don't know if it's true, but you know, we never know the internet <laughs> is like they getting, sh they get shot a lot, but they just don't die that often getting shot. <laughs> yeah, Most yeah, of their right. deaths are from helicopter crashes or yeah. RPGs hitting the helicopters. Right. And those are where the biggest casualties have come for mm -hmm. Navy SEALs or special warfare or anything like that. 
So hopefully one of those don't go down and I'm on. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but I come at it as a very like um, realistic expectation of it's very possible, mm-hmm. you know, that it can happen if I, if I go that route. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you accept it and then you just don't worry about it and you trust that the other guy has your back and should be able to make it out of there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have plans on having children? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How many? He wants six. I want a bunch. You know, I want a bunch of little me's running around. <laughs> six? Yeah, we'll see I about that. I'm thinking like three. If I could put out a whole football team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. 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 I would just like a couple boys. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know why you want so many kids? I think it's always something like, I just, I just like family, like a big family. And I want my kids to be able to like, you know, have that and be close with each other. And if I am gone, they've got each other, you know, and they could take care of mom. Mm-hmm. But he's also, so, if he's not around a lot, that means I get six kids to just I was going to say, so, right? you know, it's yep. fun for me. So it was more so this was about thought before, like, obviously we we're thinking more kids before he was ready to join, you know? So now that he's joining, I'm sure it'll end up being, you know, a couple. It I'll won't be, be fine with three. It won't be more than I four. Want, I would <laughs> yeah. like to have two boys, you know, if it happens, it happens. If yeah. it doesn't, I'll take it, but. I just, ugh, the part that stings is I like him so much, you know, like yeah. if I didn't like him, it'd be so much easier. You know, right. it's like, I don't like you. Go on, go on the Navy. You know? right. But I like him so much. You know, I love him. So that's the hard part. It, you it. might even have a daughter. I know. That's yeah. a possibility. I don't care. I like boys. Boys would be fun to raise. Just one girl. <laughs> that means you guys are having a daughter <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Right? Okay, <laughs> six daughters. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like there's a curse with guys who are like, a masculine guy, I guess, who they end up having a daughter. Yeah, they're like, I want all boys. It's, it's like, like, they want girls. all boys, and those are the guys that get, get the daughters. <laughs> Let me ask you guys something, though. So what do you feel, because we've been throwing this around, mm-hmm. about if we were to get married before our actual wedding, just due to, like... He um, might get deployed if we're not you know, married. Just due, due like to money-wise, because, you know, in the military, once you have dependents and you're married, you get BAH, right? which is basic mm-hmm. allowance yeah. for housing. Yeah. So more money to take care of your mortgage and she gets under the insurance and all the benefits about that. So, do you, I mean, do you, have you guys, you know, know anybody who've done sure. that before? We absolutely mm-hmm. do. Actually, someone in our family. Two. Oh. Two. Um, I'm thinking of your niece. Who, who else oh. are you thinking about? Well, for different reasons. My sister, um, her husband's Guatemalan and they got married in Guatemala, but to make it legal, they had to get married here first. Oh, yeah. So they had a courtroom ceremony. Mm, they had their right. big wedding in Guatemala and they came back and had a party. Mm-hmm. My brother, who's gay, they had, was it a civil union? It was union a civil union. Ceremony. Yeah. So, they, so they could get on a panel for adoption. Okay. But then they had their big wedding like six months later when it was legal. Yeah. Okay. And then my niece. Your niece, right. He was deployed. Mm-hmm. Well, he enlisted, I should say, right. and was going to be in Kansas. He was in, he was already there. He was already in, in she Kansas. She was in high school. And so they got married so that they can get housing on base. Okay. Right. okay. She yeah. graduated right. high school, got married two days later. Okay. Think it's a smart idea? <laughs> I think everyone's life works for them, yeah, you know, right. and, and it doesn't make sense, you know, if you're, if it's clear in your guy's relationship, right. I think that's what makes the most sense. Yeah. And you'll find that mm-hmm. people... Couples, we've seen them set up their relationships in a million different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to say what's right, not right, okay, or not okay. It's really what a couple decides. Right. Yeah. So we got married on the 5th. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Yeah. did you guys did. get married? We really did. We, did. we, we did. really did. Congratulations. <laughs> wow. This is, you are hearing this yeah, first live. Yeah. <laughs> not many people know. No, yeah. This is not really awesome. Congratulations. This Thanks. is really great. We're very happy. Right? Wow. Yeah. Waukegan at the courthouse? No, we did it at our church still. And okay. Yeah, we're just going to have the whole thing in June still because yeah. we feel like it's, you know, it's still a day that we're going to also walk down the aisle again, but it'll be my dad walking me, you know, yeah. and it was only my mom and his mom and then his best friend that were there. Yeah. So And she was nervous, yeah. like if everybody knew that like they wouldn't treat the big wedding the same way. And I just didn't want people to feel bad. You know, I don't yeah. want people to feel yeah, like, like, why like, was oh, I invited? Was I They'll you know? take their cues oh, from you. Yeah. yeah. You know, and what makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm happy with the yeah. decision. At my first I was like, so mad at me because now they got my recruiters because now they got all the paperwork to do like two days before I go. Now they have to do it for her. They're going to look at me and be like, I hate you. When you you get there, you'll see your recruiter did not really have your back. So whatever you got to do, you watch your own back. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I just, you know, and her mom was actually, it was funny. Her mom was all for it. 
which oh, normally was yeah. that was the person I thought would be the most against it, uh-huh. you know, because she wanted it the most traditional way. Mm-hmm. But no, she was for it because she understands mm-hmm. why. It could be gone and I might need to go. Yeah. And, right, right. you know, because we have yeah. till June where we're actually married. And yeah. so, like, you know, doing the whole thing and then I'll fully move with him. So it's mm-hmm. just, you know. So what does it feel like for you guys that you are legally married, <laughs> but secretly it's kind it's of exciting. exciting. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. But does it feel like it was the real wedding or like that? It was that <laughs> official stamp or does it feel not? Yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah. That's I a feel good like way we to took put it. it. We took it. Um, Cause we were so nonchalant about yeah, it. Yeah. We very, were like, oh, we're like going to do like, this. We're here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we both, we both went to work that day and we both got <laughs> yeah, off. Right. We both worked out. <laughs> we're like, should we write vows? You know, uh, here we, you go. You know, we, our pastor was like, all right, so this is what we're going to do. But you know, like he was very just chill about it too. And we did it and then we went and had dinner and, you yeah. know, had a couple nice beers. And yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it was great. I mean, I'm. What's it like Olive Garden or something, right? Uh, we, went we went to a bar. To, <laughs> yeah, we went to a bar. <laughs> no, we went to, we went to yeah, uh, Captain Mike's. Captain was in Burgers Kenosha. and whiskey, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I actually, I felt like it's, it's weird calling her my wife. It's yeah. not, so fun, uh, you know, I'm not used to it. Yet. And you're not wearing rings. She's I got, got mine, hers. but I, what's hilarious? But your engagement and your wedding, you're just, just engagement. Right yeah. I figured yep. I'd give her yeah. the actual wedding band on the wedding day, uh-huh. and I did have one, but my dumbass lost it. <laughs> Literally, Wait, the day of, lost the ring. He has it, the, but like, I, it's somewhere in the house. But sure enough, like we maybe planned, it's under the couch. On like the third, we were gonna actually, or no, like a week before that. So it was still like August 30th. We were actually going to go through with it. And then I was like, wait, let me think about it a little bit longer. So we waited and then he had it at the time and we went camping. We got back and we're like, okay, we're going to actually do it. Where's the ring? Where's the ring at? (laughs) So it's around. It's around. What's funny is I always gave her crap about (laughs) where she puts her ring. She'll like, she'll like put her ring in the, in a candle. (laughs) Yeah, or she'll go like in throw a it. candle. Yeah, like it's the, like on the counter in my like yeah. on my desk. So she so puts all her jewelry. Is, you know? She puts like, all her jewelry in there, uh-huh. or she'll like throw it in the car. And why are you throwing that in the car? Someone could break in. It's a lot of money. Let's not do that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, so I'd, I'd always give. So like, if she left it laying around or like for just forgot to wear it because of <laughs> work or kickboxing, pocket. I'll grab it and put it in my pocket. She'll be like, "Where's like, my? Where, where, is it? where is it? Where is it?" And I'm like, "I don't know." And you know, check the candle. Yeah, exactly. But then, so I gave her so much crap about it. And then like the actual important day comes where I need mine. Cause I would wear mine. Right. Like when we went out and things like that, just so girls would leave me alone. And then. It's a hard yeah, life that you live there. No, I'm, 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 just, I'm just being an idiot. But, uh, I end up losing mine. And then she's yeah. like, oh, look who should get the crap now. You know? Yeah, that was pretty funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you think about what a wedding is, it's, really a celebration of something that already exists. Mm-hmm. And so you guys have been living this life already for quite a bit. Right. So right. it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. We're just joining been, everything. Yeah. Fully. We've been taking care of each other from day one. We've been, you know, what's mine's yours, yours is mine type mm-hmm. thing. We don't think about like, oh, this is my money. This is your money. So like that process was easy, mm-hmm. you know, because like you said, we've been doing it already, right. but now it's just like, official mm-hmm. <laughs> it's there's changing there's no your idea. name not changing your no, name yes yes yes, yes. 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 yes that'll um, change. Well, it's very traditional day. yes mm-hmm. that's awesome Definitely. monday monday she has to she has to go because i got to get the all the paperwork mm-hmm. in. i just want to have the initials ak so when i turn 47 uh, that'd be a great, party. <laughs> <laughs> a great birthday party <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 21 AK gun salute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. We're very happy. We're, I'm glad we did it. You know, it, I'm still a little like there's like, even my brothers don't know, like almost all of his family oh, knows, wow. but my brothers don't even know. Yeah, they that. don't. So one's in California. Okay. And the other one lives in town and we were trying to keep it such a secret. And then his mom ended up kind of opening her mouth to a brother. And then they all were like, Hey, so congrats. I'm like, how do you know? Oh no. <laughs> you know? So, and it's okay. I mean, if people ask, we're not going to be like, no, no, no. We showed know, up to a cookout. Him. My cousin, Jeremiah, who's a first class petty officer in the Navy too. And he's the one who's kind of like guiding us through everything. Very I showed up, we showed up to his house and for a cookout, my entire family is there. And they're like, oh, congratulations. I was like, for what? For what? How do like, you know? You guys got married. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, you weren't supposed to know. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay, you know. Plus, I, like, I didn't want to feel like an a-hole, like not inviting my brother, yeah, you know, because yeah. my brother's actually mad. My brother was like, yeah. oh, you yeah. didn't invite me yeah. or you didn't even tell me. And I'm like, well, it wasn't mom's 
you know, decision to, or like, it wasn't her right to tell you. Yeah. Yes or not. Like I should have told you, yeah. but it'll work out. He'll get over it. Yeah. So how did you decide not to tell your brothers then? Well, my parents, were, that was the other surprising thing. My mom loves to talk. She's a yeah. And so I was like, oh, she's totally going to want to like, even one of her friends be like, oh, guess what? And then she'll be like, oh no, I just, you know, but right. sure enough, she was the one that was like, you know what? I understand because like you want your day and I wanted my day too. Everybody kind of wants their day and they want to celebrate with their family and friends. Mm. They want their dad to be there, you know, and you just, you want to make it special. And so yeah. Did your dad know? He did know. And he actually was out of town that day. So I was like, okay. this is kind of nice because you'll get to actually walk me down the aisle when it comes, you know? So it's like, this is okay. It's just, you know, it's just us today and that's fine. So did yeah. you wear your wedding dress? I didn't. I wore a white dress though. Okay. It was very beautiful. <laughs> so I just wore a simple white thing mm -hmm. and some sunflowers and baby breasts because they were super pretty. Yeah, and I just wore like a white button up, some chinos and some, <laughs> some dress shoes and yeah. Nothing like too crazy. And then my best friend who's oh like my, my brother, his name's Doug. He's, we grew up together and he shows up in a vest and a full tie and he dress pants. And I'm like, are he you getting married or am I getting married? Literally I don't know what's so going bad, on. Like pocket, like yeah. handkerchief, everything, like fully wow. loaded. Yeah. That, that's Doug. He, he, Doug is either all in or nothing. nothing. So that's what you do. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so you guys, you have the actual like ceremony or reception everything is going to happen in june june 22nd yeah. you guys will be there so june ready. 22nd that's awesome <laughs> yes so this will air probably after the fact so this is uh this is great yeah awesome. maybe we can get pictures of both did you guys take pictures that day too we did, we do have some yeah oh, let's get yeah. the four pick the the first and second wedding pictures there you go. <laughs> yeah yeah there you go yeah yeah awesome. yeah that'd be awesome what advice would you guys give to people that are kind of in your situation like just starting out and Figuring things out. What do you look for in a partner? Go with your gut feeling. I feel like that's the biggest one. If you feel like it's like a right thing, just do it. Don't listen to what your family or outsiders are telling you. Because sometimes they have good advice, mm -hmm. but you truly know how you're feeling and what's best for you. And I, I would think uh, when, well, also in time to get tough, just don't give up. That's the biggest thing mm -hmm. I think with us because... Like I said, you know, I, people around us were telling us not to be together because mm -hmm. we were so different in, in the biggest of ways and the way we thought about things. But we knew like it just felt right. Mm -hmm. Even if it's we're opposite, it just felt right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So just go with it. Yeah. My mom is a very smart woman, but I think in that, like in her situations where she's like, you know, he's just, he's not going to fall through. He's just not going to do it. I'm like, I don't know. I think you're wrong. You know, and sometimes that's okay. You know, I mean, it, I did can't imagine my life without him. I seriously can't. Like my last relationship I was in, great guy, you know, super great. But you kind of said the thing about fighting. We never fought and it was okay, but there was something almost like missing our relationship. You know, I just didn't feel like, like he was my best friend. Like it was home to me. You know, there was something missing. And with him, like three weeks in, I'm like, you're home. Like you are my home. Wherever we go is home. So I think, especially with like a military standpoint, wherever, if you're in that situation, he's your home, you know, or you are his home regardless. Like it goes vice versa because I think wherever you travel together, you just have to make sure you guys, I don't know, love each other so much that you can make it your mm -hmm. home because you're going to be on the road and you're going to be moving and you're not going to be with your parents or your best friend always, you know, you have to work together and just be a team. Right. And I, and I think like, it's okay to accept the struggles, like, mm -hmm. you know, accept the process and you're going to argue and yeah. you're going to have those things. Makes you grow. And the, yeah. It makes you really show who you are and what type of relationship you have. And if you can make it through the, the hardest times and we have had some really hard times yeah. in the very beginning of our relationship mm -hmm. and we're got past those pretty easily. So, yeah. you know, that, that shows that we're not willing to just give up that easy. And it, it's, it's okay to, to have those back and forths mm -hmm. and, you know, just accept that process. Yeah. I think we fully believe in each other. You know, we yeah. just, we know there's so much more to the people we are that we aren't just looking superficially, you know, we aren't yeah. just like, all right, well, you're just, you know, you're yeah, I, I love her for who she is. I don't want to change her. Yeah. 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 Just make them grow. I'm, you not know? Trying to, I'm not trying to have her be someone I want her to be. Yeah. I think that's another big thing. Mm -hmm. So many people get into relationships and it's like, you know, I, I heard from one of my, one of my buddy's dads, he was like, girls get into a relationship with the guy, you know, wanting to change him. And the guy gets in a relationship with the girl with not wanting her to change, but the girl ends up changing and the guy ends up staying the same. And I looked at like some of my buddy's relationships or some of my relationships and that's literally how they turned out. Mm -hmm. And I don't want her, I want her to be her. I like, I love her for her, you mm -hmm. know, and 
I think that plays well with who I am. And she's allowed, she allows me to be me. You know, I can be crazy. You know, I, I like doing dangerous things. I, she accepts that, you know, <laughs> like she, to, she fears like for me, but it's like, I bring yeah, her so. on like, you know, I allow her to open up to things that maybe she wouldn't yeah. do, but with me, she feels confident doing them. Mm-hmm. And then she opens my mind up to, you know, ways I wouldn't have thought before. So it's good to have that difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what does your partner do that, you know, they love you? Oh, okay. I know mine. (laughs) So he's really good about like, if I'm like stressed, he'll give me a massage. Like, and I actually appreciate that because I get up at like 4.30 AM to go to work and you know, just all day being thinking, talking to people, I get stressed. And so like, he's just really good about like bringing me back down and like, you know, give me a massage or like going to grab something for me. Like, I don't even have to ask him. Like, I'll just like be like wine water and he'll just bring it down. I'm like, wow, you just thought of that. And that's what Mm -hmm. I wanted. You know, like I don't have to tell him it's, it's great. I mean, He's awesome in that way. I love that. She puts up with my crap. <laughs> really, though, she takes That's every. Key. She takes it so easy. Anything you know, I do where it's like most girls are, you know, getting mad about. It, she takes it so easy. But a big thing too is just the same thing she said. She just kind of like uh, she'll come home and like she'll have something for me, you know. And it's like, oh, I didn't even ask for it, you know. And she's like, yeah, I know. Or like, I don't know. She just gets what I need when I need it you know and without me having to ask for it mm-hmm. so it's just kind of rare we're in tune with each other i yeah, guess that's it that is awesome yeah go now awesome <laughs> <laughs> guys we want to thank you so much for joining us on couple synergy it is so wonderful to have you guys here today thank you guys Thanks for having us you know we get wounded through relationships and we heal through relationships and human beings have been telling stories since the beginning of time We hope that by sharing your story, it's enriched your lives and the lives of our listeners. Absolutely. For all you listening, if you have any questions or topic suggestions, again, please feel free to leave a comment or look us up online at couplesynergy.com. Until next time, synergize your love, synergize your life, synergize together. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Kedkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian, along with Organizational Director Calvin Javier and Marketing Coordinator Bridget Reese. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez.